Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. For seminal headlines featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, managing editor Ira Chofel, and senior writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, headliner questions forthcoming here on Seminal Headlines. Good to be with you. Appreciate you being with us. Saw Dr. Birch yesterday morning, the uh, offices of uh, Birch Orthodontics, uh, which, by the way, must tell you, uh, is decorated to the nines. That is the best Halloween decoration for any business Ooh. I have ever been in. It was nice. fantastic. You go check it out. It scary? It was cool. Yes, they did it. Well, I mean, I, I I don't get scared, Corey, but you know right. how it is. Uh, I did. I did it walk in. I was very. It was enjoyable. They are very festive. Let's put it that way. They did a good job. And and they checked out uh, Bryce's teeth. Make sure everything's going all right. He's still wearing his retainer despite what his pop thinks. And then good, uh, good, and kid. That, good kid. Yeah, good kid. They were happy about that. Clark goes tomorrow. It's just a week of me hanging out with Birch Orthodontics. There it is. I like the. Do you think are Fangs a big hit in the orthodontic or dentist office? I think for, so. Uh, I think so. Probably for, fun, for Halloween. Right? Yeah, probably. Fun. What are you guys doing for Halloween? It's a Monday night. What is what is, Brady, is Brady's at that tough spot now? Yeah, it's too where old, right? He can't be going trick or treating. Yeah, so he's he's a freshman in high school. Yeah, so that'd I think be a if, much. He, if he because last year he went with this group of friends that had three girls in it too. Oh, hey so I think that was that's the, that's that what was you do play. right there, buddy. I don't think he's doing that this year though, so he'll probably just sit at home. I'll be down there, so who knows? Maybe Shannon will make him go trick-or-treating don't let them go to halloween parties man high school halloween parties nothing good's happening there Corey. i'm just gonna do they have high school halloween parties that doesn't uh, seem like a thing does it in miami we did yeah we used well, to have miami, them too and they were fantastic I, yeah ira's advice is wrong well, those I, were good times I'm just worried for young brady yeah well I'm gonna keep brady away from the trouble women i well, mean i mean <laughs> what other trouble is there yeah exactly right good call ira philip writes hello gents who had the bigger turnout miami Stanford or this year's Scripps National Spelling Bee. Much like my hopes of <laughs> ever seeing Destin Hill play for the Knowles, I have also given up on ever getting an hour number two from Corey. No, I said. What did I say? I said if they win the next game or if they win the next. I can't. No, you it doesn't you, matter what you, you say. You're a liar. I'm saying We're about it. I'm remembering it. It's locked and loaded right here. It's locked and loaded. If, if they, they beat, beat Georgia, Georgia Tech, Tech that's and it. Miami oh. and Miami. Okay. If they get this bowl eligible. Oh, buddy, then it sounds like we're going to hear yes. hour number two because yeah, that's, that's happening. All, that's you, the, the odds are the odds are there for sure. That's going to be yeah. the boost we need going By into the way, Syracuse. Are y'all? I know we like to make fun of it for real, but we're in this conference too. In those Miami home games, you are sound an like absolute. You sound like what's his name Breen uh, from Notre Dame after they lost to us. We're in this conference. Yeah, we're in this too. conference too. <laughs> 
and me laughing. Um, Did you see? There was something on Twitter. I didn't pay close enough attention. I just I laughed, but but I don't know if it was true. But some guy tweeted that they were in town. I guess it was a Steelers fan was in town for the Dolphins game, mm. and they went by the stadium on Saturday just to see what the stadium looked like. Like we we'll, we'll see what it looks. Like. Our first time here yeah. at Hard Rock Stadium. No, there's nobody here. We can go walk around. And then they realized there was a football game going on, so they bought tickets outside for like three dollars each. And they got to and see they the went big in and Duke the- Miami rivalry. <laughs> How yeah. about that? I just it's a it's embarrassing, man. We make fun of it. I get it. It's funny to laugh at, but it is an it's an embarrassment that a program that's had that kind of tradition has those kind of fans that just will not show up. Yeah, screw they just will not show up until two weeks from now. I think the Middle Tennessee game might have taken the wind out of their sails a little you bit. You think a little bit? Story. Yeah. It was I a mean, there, were, there must have been 1,400 people there, Ira. Brandon nice. writes, what, if any, changes do you expect coming out of the bye week? Shakeups at right tackle or in the secondary, for example? Good question, Brandon. Good question. Uh, Ira, let's start with you. You got any? I would think of those options. I think there's more likelihood of possibly seeing some more Changing of the reps in the secondary, I think that offensive line is what they're going to ride with. I think they're going to ride with those five guys. They've kind of been going with them. Uh, maybe you get some opportunities to get Julian Armella in at some point. I would think you do because you do get to use them in four games right. regardless. So it's possible, but I, I wouldn't look, look for a wholesale shakeup there. I do think the reps for Azaria Thomas uh, might start expanding here in the last five games. Uh, Lucas writes, I'm just so glad Jimbo is somebody else's problem these days. Well, watching their games right now and seeing – I was just talking to Ira during the break, Corey, and, and in all seriousness, like we've watched this exact scenario play out where yeah. the brokenness that affects the on-the-field product and the problems in his personal life that then bleed over into the problems within the program, like nothing – has changed. These are Does all. Does he have t- problems in his personal Man, life right now? Man, come on! It's Jimbo Fisher. You think he got well? You think uh, he went and got he went and saw a psychiatrist and got it all worked out, Corey? Geez. I mean, I don't come on, man. No, you do know. And the point, <laughs> the the point would be this is this is an exact representation without Jameis. Yes, he doesn't have a guy to fall back on to make all the goodness that was Jameis Winston throw after throw after throw. It would just it, it it disappointed me when he was here that he thought that, that Rick Trickett kept being employed as if there weren't more like he wanted the best player at every position in the country except O line they would they would just knock off eighty percent of the kids that were interested because they didn't want to go play for Rick Trickett and he kept them. I thought he'd be more competitive than that. Like we got to go get the best. Looking at that now, unless you're a um, delusional psychopath, you can't think that what you're doing on offense is good enough for Texas A&M. You just can't look at the numbers. I think, think he, that this is the way he's always going to look at offense is I know what I do works. I know it's sound. I know it, it would work if I had the right quarterback. And so I'm mad at the quarterback and I'm mad at the offensive lineman for not running my plays right. That's what he's mad at. Well, Man, just, let's just say some... this, though. Post Jameis, he has failed at identifying and developing quarterbacks. Yeah. So that's really, Correct. I mean, like, it's one thing. I don't think that Jimbo Fisher is, is you know, offensively ignorant. I think he's really smart. Now, he is stubborn, but I think he's really smart. But he has never developed a quarterback to run the system. He wants a guy to fall in ready-made the way Jameis was. And none of these guys are because very few people are the number one freaking pick in the draft. You know, I mean, I that- really, when when his quarterback got knocked out of the game on Saturday night, I was really discouraged. I really did. I texted Iron Aslan this. I thought – he would call a game similar to when EJ came in for Ponder his freshman year. Simple, quick throws, rollouts, 
Nice. He, no, no, he just it, kept no. running the same offense. It's Khalil, Khalil asked, are we, are we acting like Francois was trash? Here's the thing. I thought Francois had a chance. Mm. The problem was all of the other stuff with Francois. He a lot was, of other stuff with You Francois. want your quarterback to be a leader. You want him to be a yeah. team first guy. There's a lot of other things you want out of your quarterback to not be in trouble with the police. And, yeah, just and to be a better leader. Issues. and There were all kinds of issues. Well, with not him. be on the sideline for senior day. You know, right. of Orlando, with, Snapchat. In, in terms of the doing. ability, yes, he was probably the most talented of the bunch after Jameis. But, and he would, have developed, he would have been a fine player if he'd have yeah. stayed with Jimbo, I think. But once he got mm. hurt... And then in eighteen, it was Taggart. That was a that was a that was a mess. Ian writes, "How many more losses may this program endure before the fan base begins calling for more basketball coverage?" Mm. <laughs> it's coming up. They got a preseason game on. I'll Thursday, be at right? the exhibition game yeah, on so Thursday. Yeah, I'll be there. Uh, my... Did you guys know that they played Michigan in a scrimmage? Yeah, I mean, there's been talk about, it, but I don't think it's open or whatever. I don't know what the deal. No, with it I think is. it's already happened. Yeah. I think. Okay, uh, but yeah, no, it's not open. I, it's not open. I don't. It wasn't open. Joseph writes, "Hello, gentlemen. What do you think is the best combination we should use on the right side of the line? I would like to see Washington and Armella work at right tackle and move Jazz back inside to rotate and compete with Emmanuel. Thoughts? That's not a bad uh, observation from Joseph. I, I do think Jazz is much better suited at guard." Uh, but I don't know how much they want to run. Uh, well, first of all, Washington doesn't play well at Here's, tackle. Uh, and one other thing I would say about this, and and again, this is this is not, I'm not speaking for Alex Atkins. I I don't know that he would say this. What I do know is part of the reason they wanted to go and get several guys in the portal to bring in some grown man grown men in was not just because they would help them win this year, but it would almost protect yeah, some of those guys. young guys yeah. from doing what Darius yeah. Washington did, what doing from Maurice, Maurice Smith, Smith did, did. Yeah. and going and getting hurt and getting shoulder surgeries in their first And then not having the chance to develop to really the develop it. Yeah. And so now you're always behind the eighth ball. So I, I think if they could not put those guys out there in those situations, I think they were going to try to not do that. I, I think As that's an a, accurate assessment. And Emmanuel's been decent at guard, right? Uh, he hasn't been terrible. Okay. He's not terrible. He's okay. He's I will say this. Okay. In the, in the uh, practice observations you can read over at warchant.com, uh, Emmanuel had a rep today against uh, Fabian Lovett, of all hey! people. And Fabian Lovett, man, reminded you pretty quickly of why he's Fabian Lovett. Let's go. It was uh, Let's go. It was impressive. I've been waiting, my man. Come on. Uh, when it comes to baseball, do you think the improvements to the high-tech field at Hauser and Link's coaching gets us to Omaha? I have zero idea of a ballpark estimate. Go Knowles. Uh, that's from Nicholas. In, like, soon I mean, or well, eventually? I mean, it, it could be. I mean, they, they may have enough talent. We know baseball is fickle and weird that way. I mean, hell, the Dodgers won 111 games and yeah. went home, and the we watched the Yankees. The yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, uh, baseball is weird. We've seen worse FSU teams make runs. I will say I, I thoroughly enjoyed talking with Link. It's the second time I've had a chance to do the interview. It's up there at Warchant.com. He clearly has a plan in place, and it's nice that he was able to bring over all of his coaches who understand the way he yeah. builds and coaches. I do think the product's going to look better. I don't know what they're going – whether they go to the Omaha or not. Postseason's weird. It's truncated. It's hard to know. But I will tell you I think they're going to be a better-looking baseball team, period. If, if they – just field competently, run the bases like they know what sport they're playing, and are just <laughs> then then yeah, man, they're gonna their people will appreciate that. <laughs> you got me on that one, Ira. That was good. Like they know what sport they're playing. I mean, yes. That's we're not it's not a high bar at this point. Nobody, I don't think any look, 
they're not they're not going to be an Omaha type team right away. They're going to have to shape this roster into what he wants. Link Jarrett is not just as you saw in your interview. Yeah, yeah. The fact, the attention to detail he puts into he's not having it. What the bullpen looks Everything. like, what the field looks like, all that. Think about the attention to detail. He's olive have. seeds, Ira. Olive seeds. Everywhere. How about that? We're talking about. Having three openings to the dugout. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, I, mean, I have to admit that one made me roll my eyes. No, I like it. Uh, I like it. I was like, Why do I got to walk an extra twenty feet to uh, get out on the yeah, field? But I don't think it's going to change. Walk anything. right down the middle. Yeah. If but you're my, arguing that the way you do anything is the way you do everything, then fine. But my point is that the attention to detail and those things tells you the attention to detail when it comes to evaluating players and all those things is going to be at a high level also. We were talking about the Olive Corps field at practice. <laughs> Which was awesome. But here, I want to know what, what they went through, what materials the inventors went through to get to Olive Corps. Like, they destroyed some, like, like an entire. Peach pits? <laughs> like, were those? Were the, oh, no, these aren't good enough. You know, you can't find peach pits anymore ever since they tried to make a field out of them. Yeah, yeah. So that's. <laughs> They're shipping in the Olive Corps. <laughs> That's the greatest. Oh, man. Uh, Khalil donated to the cause here, and so it is that he uh, jumps to the front of the line. Our defense obviously missed Fabo, as he calls him. It's Fabo. Uh, Fabo. I, I say Fabo. I like you to make a, a – I turn left here. Yeah, yeah. These last five weeks. But I can't help but think this stint without him will only help those young guys, Farmer, Ray, Peyton, et cetera. Yeah. Thanks, Be ready Khalil. for 199 and OR gone. Thoughts? Um, meant, I think he meant 91. Uh, yeah, right. Cooper's 91. Yeah. Uh, 91. Malcolm Ray's not going anywhere. Um, yeah, it definitely should help. Uh, it, it should help. It didn't help, you know, the last five weeks necessarily. He kind of had to go through some things. But, yeah, that – they had to grow up on the job, man. They had to grow up on the job, and you had you got to see who you can trust moving forward, and who maybe doesn't need to be a part of your plans. Yeah, I mean, again, that's always enlightening. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, if you go back to what you had, now you've got depth. Bringing those yeah. guys, bringing Malcolm Ray and and Josh Farmer and Jared Jackson off the bench is a whole lot different than asking them to be the main guys and playing fifty snaps. It's a fun question. Nathaniel writes, "Fellas, thanks for being my favorite Seminole football podcast. I listen to several, but when Seminole headlines hits my feed each week, it's admittedly my favorite. Which of the eight, almost nine, Miami turnovers were your favorite, and why was it Garcia's last pass, which was so was- inexplicably bad, it would have likely been ruled intentional grounding had it not <laughs> it's, been picked?" It's uh- <laughs> It's, it's unbelievable. It, well, I watched a bunch. I did. I I, I was like, let, let me see what he was looking. <laughs> Corey, the, have you seen? The, there's a video. Yeah. The last, yeah. but have you yeah. seen the video? No, I, there's I, a, I watched the condensed game. Yeah. On, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, the condensed game. It's probably the same thing. But somebody put together a five minute video of just their turnovers. Oh, yeah. it's good. And that last and one, man. Five minutes. Yeah. I mean, they're all great. I mean, yeah, you get hit from behind as you're throwing the ball. It's easy to look dumb. Anybody that can happen to anybody happened to Jameis. Yeah. But but when you Throw the ball. There's a receiver like 20 yards beyond him. Yeah. And there's somebody maybe in the flat, and he just splits the difference right to yep. a DB. It's an all-time good one, and I watched it a lot, and I do think it was the best of the bunch, and there were several really good turnovers in that and game. Don't you think – I mean, they're going to – I don't know who what their third-string quarterback is. And, look, that kid's got some arm talent, and he made some plays in that game until it devolved right. into madness. <laughs> but, I mean, the Van Dyke kid, I mean, he looks out for a while, right? I mean, I, it, it, I know the – the OC said that they they told Garcia to be to plan to be the man this week against Virginia. Right. But Van Dyke landed on his throwing shoulder. Yeah, I mean they that said he was in, great. There's people saying down there he was in a sling yesterday, and if that's your throwing arm as a quarterback, it seems like that's probably not going to be something you come right back. He's from. been fairly so miserable again, this year too. You might be playing a backup quarterback on the worst offense in the country, and then you're going down to South Florida to play another backup quarterback. Yeah, man, no excuses. No, that's that's the motto. 
that they better be no excuses. On the way to the field. I got two here that are good, uh, and one of them I'm, I've, I've got an opinion on because I've had to talk too much about this particular individual for another site. Logan writes, fellas, fun fact, Miami had fewer turnovers in their last basketball game against Duke than they did last weekend. I know it's a rivalry game, but there's no reason that we should lose to those clowns. Thoughts? Well, I thought he was going to give them a little bit of a leeway because it was a rivalry game against Ooh, Duke right. in which they fell, but no. Um, well, my thoughts? No, we shouldn't lose to that game, that team. They're okay. they're awful on offense right now. Obviously, they don't. They're lacking weapons at wide receiver. That was before this game that we noticed that there's, offensive lines are right. Yeah, they, there's gave not up a lot 200 of, yards rushing to Duke. Yeah, uh, Timothy writes. Hello, gentlemen. If we finish the year eight and four, and Wisconsin finishes four and eight or five and seven, and don't retain Jim Leonard as head coach, would you make a run at him for defensive coordinator? I would, Timothy, yes. but they are not going to let him go. He is going to be the next He's head, be the coach. head coach. Right? That's why that's, they fired the plan yeah. all along? Yeah, yeah, that's the plan all along. He's really good at his job, and he he just got a big win over Purdue, and they look good. Now they're playing hard for him. He ain't going anywhere. Sean writes, we are over halfway through the through season three of the Norval era here at FSU. Direct hard question, gentlemen. Looking strictly for a yes or no answer, where we sit today, do you think Norvell will win a national championship here? Oh, I like that that's question. The, that's it. That's the gauge, Sean. Yeah, it's a fair one. Um, I mean, I'm just going to go on the math of it and say no. It's hard to win national championships. Now, here's my question for you guys. I'm gonna I, so you don't have to answer that one. Thanks, Sorry, man. Sean. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, change it up a little. As we sit here today, do you think Mike Norvell will get this team to the playoff in his tenure here? I'm going to say yes. Knowing that it's about to go to 12. I'm going to say yes. Oh, well. That I last- because I think, I think Clemson could be on the, the way down. I think Florida State's on the way up. I think Florida State in this conference will have a chance to win this conference within yeah, the next couple of years. Even if you can finish second or third in this conference and make the playoffs. Uh, I wouldn't get too carried away with that. It might be seven SEC teams. I well, do think that they will make the playoff. I do think they'll I do think they'll make the playoff. I no my answer is no, I don't think they'll win a national championship. I mean, I would it's hard to predict, predict that. You yeah. have to now if they get the right quarterback, I would change my vote. But right now it's hard to predict that. Uh going back, I skipped a couple here. When it comes to baseball, oh nope, sorry. Uh man, I'm skipping around here trying to get everybody in. And I wanted to do stuff that was pertinent. All right, but I mean, here's the thing. Matthew. Here's the thing, and don't you know? And Sean, I appreciate the question. That's fine, but don't turn this into okay. Well, then we got to find the right guy because I didn't think Jimbo was going to win a national championship either until we yeah. saw Jameis in 2013. So it's not like I mean I don't know how many coaches they would they could hire where you'd be like oh yeah they're definitely going to win that national championship. Well, and you wouldn't know like year three you just don't know you don't I, know. like is Lane Kiffin going to win one at Ole Miss? Well, but, the answer oh, to that is no, not. he's not. Probably but not. after losing the NC State in Florida in 2012, no, none of us at that, that point in time would have said yeah they're going to win a national. Championship. I, I did think I, I'll, I'll push back on that a little bit. I thought Jimbo would. I, I I wanted him to be the head coach. Went on the air and said that because I thought he would recruit and I thought he would really recruit. Right. And when they got really good players, you increase your chances now. This is what I'm looking at with Mike. If they can have the kind of season that we're talking about now, finish out this year, and we see a big uptick in recruiting, your chances yeah. of landing one of those creme yeah. de la creme quarterbacks that you have to have is much greater. Then I would say sure. But yeah. right now, from where we sit, it's hard to say that. It is. But, I mean, Jimbo is a re- – he's even done it at Texas A&M. They've Except, got a ton of talent. Right. And but they just signed the number one class in the country. But here's the, the thing, man. He, like, the only quarterback he signed, other than Jameis, that turned out to be a really good quarterback – was EJ Manuel. Right. And he was the assistant coach. Right. And EJ 
also Coach Bowden gets credit for that as well. But there's no other quarterback that he's – so you can't say, oh, you knew he was going to get a great quarterback because he only got two no, of them when he was here. But we didn't know at that time that he was going to struggle in that arena. We we knew that he would immediately – we would see a huge uptick in recruiting, and they did. Sure, sure. And, we, and that's all I was basing it on. I didn't say, like, oh, he's going to go get the guy. I just said – his chances are pretty good to get some really good players to come in here because partly the program lends itself to that, right? The cachet, the region, all of that, and that he'll bring in a lot of good players, and if you get the right guy, you can win it all. We don't know if Mike can do that, but he also was hired in a weird set of circumstances, so there's it's so much nuance to the debate. Uh, I definitely I, think he can get them to be a top 10, 12 team. I, I, the, getting to number one in this day and age when you have to win three playoff games against other playoff teams – you need exceptional talent across the board. And we just don't like it's unproven. It's an NA right now. It's not, we'll, we'll see. It's incomplete. As we build, Here's we'll a, see what kind of recruiting class you can get. That, but that's all. The, that's all. The, th- the three most important things to me in my mind are offensive line, defensive line, and quarterback. They're, I love the young offensive linemen they've, they brought in here this mm-hmm. last, this last mm-hmm. class or two. I really like the young defensive linemen they brought in. Byron Turner now is getting healthy. He looks like a player. Patrick Payton's going to be a player. Daniel Lyons is going to be a player. I like a lot of those guys in that young defensive line group. If you get the right quarterback, man, I think it. You know, they're going to get him. They're going to have skill guys. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and 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 again, these two are married because if you now go three and two in the next five, and you finish the year with seven wins, you're probably not going to get that guy. So it's it's just it, we, they got to play well. We know that Florida man in Texas. I got to take a break, but. Uh, from Noel Dad seventy seven does UM have something that is anti antithesis of the turnover chain? Maybe a turnover backpack. Come on, guys! <laughs> Come on, guys! The backpack was a good idea. Oh goodness yeah, gracious! Island Chief asked if we're going to win, and thanks for the contribution, Island yep. Chief. Do we win? Does Florida State win more games than Texas A and M? I say yes. Yes. I yeah. don't know that Texas A and M is going to go to a bowl game, and I and I firmly believe Florida State's going to a bowl game. Yeah, A and M's currently under five hundred, and it's not like that slate gets that much easier. Seminal headlines, ninety three three Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV continues in a moment. Thanks for listening, headliners. As always, we appreciate it. We made it, guys. It is the start of the season. We would thank all of our sponsors, but right now we're going to thank Horizons because we're about to go have delicious food and some ice-cold beer, and we're going to enjoy the patio, and we're going to celebrate the return of football. You yeah. sing? I'm not going to sing this time. I, oh, I, I know. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not singing this time. Guys, you know the jingle. You know how it goes, and you also know that if you go in there and sing it to them, you get your meal for free. Is that something Completely we've agreed upon? free. Oh, yeah. I mean, get all the chicken and almost on shrimp set. and everything. But you're not going to sing? I'm not going to sing. Sorry, guys. Y'all act like you don't like it, so I don't want to do it. But what, what we do like, I like the pimento cheese, and I love you the do. chicken sandwich that they have. You're Their chicken sandwich is on point. Like, it's as good as there yeah, is in the, the, in the game. It's the 38 thing, it's called. 38 right? chicken it's sandwich. Yeah, delicious. It's delicious. I like it. But I always get the sun, what is it, sunset or sunrise shrimp. It's the one with the sun in it, guys. It's the shrimp. It's good. That's what I was going to say. It's really That's, good, yeah. You get it in the tacos. I do. I get and it And we get it as an appetizer. That's right. It is fantastic. Uh, All the food is great. Great beer selection, great people. We sit on the patio. It's mm-hmm. going to be that type Soon of weather during beautiful. football season. We've had celebrations at Horizons before. We yeah. have, man. We go there. You actually have a pretty decent chance of seeing one of us and because we're real, at Horizons really a lot. That's really the draw. That let's is the draw. We might be draw. there, folks. And I was going to say, I've been there for brunch. I don't know if you two gentlemen have been there for brunch. But you got the NFL season. Coming right around the corner, it's gonna be. You listen to this; it might have already started. Go there for brunch, and then you got your Direct TV. You can watch your NFL teams while you're eating your eggs. Ira, where is Horizons? It's up on Bannerman Crossing off Thomasville Road at the intersection of Bannerman, back there in that plaza. You know who's what favorite restaurant Santa Claus's favorite restaurant is? Oh, <laughs> I'm not doing it, man. Him. Almost got him. All right. All right. Ho ho ho, Horizons, <laughs> and that's a wrap. <laughs> 
Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Rolling on, uh, headliner questions. There are a lot of them. Zach writes, Jeff, can you get Jimbo on the OTF train? Oh, man. Come on, guys. Uh, <laughs> what would we do with an $86 million buyout? Try to get fired? Yeah, man. No, I guess you, he's. What would you do with eighty six million dollars? No, I, I know. Yeah, he's but saying I'm saying he would, I would try, try to get, get fired if I had an eighty six so million dollar yeah. buyout, so but I could then get what it. What would you do with the money? Anything I wanted. I mean, I. I, oh, I mean, well, you I mean, wish you, for three more wishes. I get it. You're one of those people. No, what, this, we've question. all played the lottery game. I don't think he means literally. I think it was rhetorical. I think he's pointing oh. out. Yeah, I mean, I get it. How much in mutual funds? How yeah, much in real estate? Going to answer that question is boring. What when you've already got two ranches? I mean, would you pay off the ranches? Do you think the ranches are already paid off? One of them should be by now. He's made enough to pay off. I don't know how big that ranch is, but I would think. Uh, I'd, I'd invite well, Marty Smith over every got? Sunday so that we could ride horses together. Yeah, yeah, you and him and Marty Smith. Yeah, that's it. That's what I'd say. I'd invite Marty over every Sunday, and we would just ride around and talk about uh, how I fooled them all. Bob writes, what up, ballers? I really like JT. He seems honest, hardworking, plays hard. So it's tough for me to say, but do you think they're – was some magic slash luck in his throws earlier in the season that isn't happening now. No, I think they're playing better competition now. And, and you know, listen, they, they schemed up. This is a credit to uh, Mike Norvell and staff. They really schemed it up well against LSU early in the season, but it was LSU early in the season. And so I think they caught LSU at the right time. I think, uh, I think Jordan Travis, you can win with Jordan Travis. I think he can be a good ACC quarterback. I don't think he's ever going to be an elite, elite quarterback because he misses too many throws, and I think some of the decisions you can question, but he's so much better than he was, and he's not the reason they're losing games. But on that topic, think of how much better he is compared to a year ago. Correct. And think if there's still that much more ceiling to go. And the reason I say that is because somebody was asking me this the other day, like what, what, how much money in NIL should come up for Florida State to make sure that he doesn't decide to leave? Because well, it's an interesting question because it would be a hotly debated subject matter between the three of us behind closed doors. Well, and some people are going to – I get that some people think that Jordan is what he is, but people thought that a year ago too. Guess what? He might get even much better than he is now. And damn, that would be a big yeah. deal. Well, and if you don't have anybody that you think can take the reins and go right. win nine to ten games next right. year, well, then you damn well better keep him here. What are the odds you're going to have a quarterback that's better than him next year? Right. I, you you might well, be able to get somebody out of the portal, but there's a lot more misses, it seems like, a quarterback in the portal. I would say that kids. I also, and I lean in your favor here, Ira, I do think Tate Rodemaker can keep getting better too, and he's a yeah. very good thrower of the football. If you believe you can protect him, I think he could run this offense differently than, than Jordan, but he could run it. Yeah, I'm just not yeah. convinced he's as consistent as Jordan. Um, I don't think he's nearly yeah. as dynamic as Jordan because of what Jordan does with his legs, but I think he's probably, if he continues to develop, that's the argument we're making, I think he'll end up being a better passer than Jordan. It's possible, but he also throws the ball the other team more than, yeah, than Jordan. But, but uh, I'm counting on him getting better. This is what we're I arguing. Would, uh, look, man, if, if they finish with eight or nine wins and Travis continues to play like this and is one of the, I don't know, top three quarterbacks in the conference, and you can get him back you get him back. Yes, but at what I cost? I, I don't disagree. With, with the question that's was more the, about the what the cost is. In. Yes, you I mean, a, it's a weird world a we're living in. You really are asking about what do we pay this guy? Yeah. What's he worth? How much is our budget, first of all? What percentage of that budget do we need to give to him as opposed to incoming recruits and others that we have to retain on the roster? It's, it's, a, yeah. it's a crazy. Right, he's the most important one. 
could, so you could start God, with him and then you trickle down after him. Could Guy at Garnet and Gold just give him like a percentage, <laughs> like cut of the business and just be uh, part owner? Listen, and also he has to play well in these next five games. I mean, we've seen a downtick in his play. So we're not talking about the guy who we saw in no, the first like four said, games. I, we, we all think that had to do with who he was playing. Right, and the fact that he NC was a little State bit banged and he was a little bit banged up, and it, NC State his receivers dropped seventy five passes. Yeah, that didn't help. It yeah. was only six, Ira. It was six. Get it right, <clears throat> man. Some people are cruel on the chat. I'm glad I, I don't have to ask a lot of questions on the chat. They're just killing Jimbo today. We got it's, plenty of yeah. We got it's going on Twitter and Facebook. All right, Malcolm writes, a national radio analyst during the NLCS Saturday mentioned the Phillies' Schwarber while at Indiana facing Florida State and Winston in a Super Regional. If Winston decided to step away from football and pitch again, do you believe he could advance through the minor leagues and reach the big leagues? That's from Malcolm. That's a good question. And I remember Schwarber, uh, and I remember him hitting a home run here, and I remember thinking that that ball went an awful long way. Yeah, but uh, he didn't hit that off Winston? No, hit that off? but he's no, not he, saying that. He didn't oh, say he okay. hit it off Winston. Right. That was a that was no. a uh, disappointing series, but um, yeah. I mean, he hasn't pitched in 10 years. Yeah, it's probably a little late now. Well, yeah, eight years, but yeah, may, might Pro- as well probably, be probably a little late so, now. Uh, so, but he, so when he was a freshman and he pitched and he was not the closer, he was, li- I was there in North Carolina. He was hitting 97 on their gun, correct. 98 on their gun, mm-hmm. which is crazy. The next year, he probably hit 91 or 92. He lost some ticks, but his slider was devastating. So that so, slider, that out pitch that he once threw upwards of 88, 89 miles per hour was virtually unhittable. And if, yeah, if you're dedicating it. time to mastering three pitches, yeah, he would have gone, yeah. he would if have he, had a chance. Yes. Yeah, if he focused on baseball, there's no doubt. And I think he's a guy, he might have been a guy that could hit too. Yeah. I mean, he's a really good baseball player. I went down he to had three t- hits off Carlos Rodon in a game. He went three for four right. off uh, Rodon. Yeah, he would in a DH game. sometimes. Yeah. 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 I, so, um, but the question is, he's what is he, 27 now? If he just shut it down football and said, I'm going to spend the next 18 months working on my craft as a pitcher, um, he suffered a lot of injuries in the time there? since he's went away. I wonder what that would have done to his body. What, yeah, what that prohibits. As, but as long as the velocity is still there, I mean, you see this all the time. The, I mean, there are stories of guys. Yeah, sure. Breaks. Tyler Matzik did it. Um, if, if the velocity is still there, then yeah, I think. I mean, he he's blessed with some unbelievable natural gifts, much like Brady Clark. We'll see if either one of them gets to the major league. Very similar. Yeah, and I went down to <laughs> right. I went down to Tampa when the Knowles faced the Yankees for that exhibition game, and all the Yankees players came over to to talk to Jameis. It was pretty cool to watch. But the yeah. point of that story is that he was hitting with a wooden bat during BP, and he went oppo twice. So he's a guy that had yeah. a, an Switch awful hitter too. Yeah, he was he had a lot, a lot of ability. Uh, Gator Kirk, which happens first? Baseball returns to Omaha or FSU is in a New Year's Six Bowl? By the way, real quick, James' little brother, I think, is maybe like a freshman in high school now. Oh, let's go. And, uh... Yeah, Come man. on, there's, James. There's some talent he's there. He's going A and M, guys. No, he's not. Jimbo, Jimbo, be Jimbo won't be there by the time he has to go to A and M. Maybe you can go to West Virginia with him. Uh, <laughs> might be a good. That's place. where it ends. It might man. work out well. Take me home. I see you, Country Road. Which happens first? Baseball returns to Omaha. Or FSU uh, is in a New Year's Six bowl game. Man, they—that's the—they were. You know what, man? If they just don't. Blow that stupid game in Raleigh. They would be on pace for a New yeah, Year's Six. Yeah, I'll be year. New Year's Six. I think New Year's Six. Uh, I think that's especially p- when they paid Jordan one point five to come back next year. I'm not giving him a penny over one point two. 
Ooh, there you go. That's, that's where I draw the line. I want to see right, these well, next I'll, five I'll games, and I'll tell you how much I'm going to give him. Let's let's I'll watch the next five games. Uh, Marion writes: Next time you guys get Ryan Fitzgerald, tell him that Corey will do an hour number two if he doesn't miss any more kicks under 55 yards the rest of the year. Ooh, under 55. That's Corey, a, so Corey he, feels pretty bullish about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll do. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that again. We can't. We can't pervert our number two like we're trying to do. I'm going to do it over with Georgia Tech and Miami wins because I know it, I owe it to the people. But after that, it's got to be about real accomplishments. Well, I, you already screwed them. Can we trust you to do the next hour number two no, that you've committed to head. today? It's locked and loaded in my head. If they beat Georgia Tech and Miami, I will know coming in that I'm going to do And it's going to be awesome because people will get to see me do it. It's not just hearing these dulcet tones. You'll get to see me in all my glory do it. Uh Ward the Dunn writes, they're waiting on Jimbo Fisher to start kicking out fans on the call-in show again. Good times. Good times. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That was oh. a dark, dark time. It was, he it was... challenged the guy to the fight. Well, that was coming off the game. field. That was a good one. Yeah. Come on down here and say it. And then the guy asked Jimbo about loyalty, and he got escorted out by someone. I mean, who 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 has the right to escort somebody and, out of a public place? And, but he got and escorted then when out. they asked him later, he said, well, they wouldn't let me ask, answer the question. I, I wanted, to, gonna, answer I wanted to answer the question. Yeah, that was good. Greg writes, over under Jimbo coaches 13 more games at Texas A&M, and then hashtag DOS. Man, if I'd I would say, say over. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I might say under. If I had to pick one, I might say under. There, look, here's the thing. What's good? They ju- he just had to suspend like three or four freshmen now. Well, and he's losing some guys in the transfer portal too. This is a broken record, guys. We've yeah. seen this, this before. Doesn't look like it's coming out of the tailspin. Mm. So I I don't know, man. And and I think this. Could you imagine this off season for him? Because he ain't hiring an offensive coordinator. Well, and you don't don't you think too? Like if it was 2010, even with all this uh, turmoil. You know you got that recruiting class locked I'm gonna and say, loaded and they're going to get bigger and yeah. better and stronger. But you don't know that anymore. They might be all out the door. Well, that is that is the number players. one concern that he has because they're not going to have a good season. That's pretty clear. They've had a lot of injuries. They're playing a ton of freshmen right now. Don't say that. They almost beat South Carolina. They've had a ton of injuries, and they're playing a lot of freshmen right now. So I don't think it bodes well. They don't have the answer at quarterback right now. So this doesn't – and they're in the wrong – conference to be screwing around and having these kinds of problems. I mean, it's going to be a long year, but I think if you're the administration, in addition to owing him $85 million if you fire him, which is the dumbest extension ever given to a coach, but secondly, you do have back-to-back incredible classes, one of which is thought to be the greatest class ever signed, without one dollar from the collective. It's a miracle how it happened. Mm -hmm. But that said, you might wait to see, but if they're all transferring, or you got guys saying, I'm out, this is a mess. Yeah, well, then then he may not. It's tough. I I would say over, though. Burke writes, what candy do you hand out at Halloween? And it is because you secretly hope for low turnout in your neighborhood. <laughs> Smart. Candy uh, corn. What's, what's one that oh, nobody likes? Oh, candy corn is hideous. Years? Yeah. Candy corn is terrible. I can't. I- I've never eaten a Three Musketeers bar. What? I don't know that They're I've pretty never... good. What's wrong with you? They're not oh, bad. Are they? Oh, yeah. Are, yeah. They? What, are they like Snickers? No. It's like a – No. I don't even know. It's got it's caramel, some sort of creamy chocolate. Filling that oh, it's, that it's you know, not – We're not real sure what's in any candy, frankly. But, uh, but it's, it's, it's not, never real usually chocolate. Usually like there's like there's a Pepsi and a Coke. There's a Mountain Dew and a Mellow Yellow. I thought in the candy game there's like a Snickers and a Milky Way. They're completely different animals. 
Three Musketeers. Oh, okay. All right. Now, some people think now, Three Musketeers are musty. They don't like them. They're like, yeah, Three Musketeers is Three Musketeers is more like a Sprite I'm to a, a yeah. if, if, if Snickers is a Coke. I will tell you, I'm more of a Milky mm, okay. Way guy than a Three Musketeers guy. Milky Way's Milky, got caramel. Mil, now, yeah, Milky, Milky Way's, Way's delicious. Yeah. Oh, Three Musketeers so might it's have like a, nougat. It's like a, yeah, nougat. Is that what they call it? I mean, I think I, that's yeah. what they call so it. Is it a Mars bar? It's like just no, like a- No, no, no. You don't hear much about the Nobody Mars bar Nobody should be eating anymore. Mars bars anyway. I can't even remember what a Mars bar was. We yeah. all know that Reese's Peanut Butter Cups is the best candy there By is. The way, so there's nothing else and I ain't giving them out. You come no, to our house, I'm eating my own. Yeah, you're not getting those. Reese's at my house, I'm keeping them. If you it's not getting handed out. Go look at the Reese's setup in gas stations. There's now. like it 75 the different. Aisle. Yeah. There's yeah. one with potato chips in it. <laughs> what? There's a Reese's peanut butter cup with potato chips in it now. Why? Why I would mean, you ruin a Reese's America, by throwing baby. a potato chip? I mean, that's. Because is... we're America and we like to eat did, all our stuff at once. Did you but, see uh, the Twitter I did the other day of a Nutty Buddy cereal? Like the Little Debbie, Little Debbie Nutty Buddies. Mm, they're a are, cereal now? Which are tasty. Mm, they're all right. Yeah. They don't need to be a breakfast. No. No. I mean, it's like it's like cinnamon people, toast crunch said, is a big. Somebody thing. said cookie crisp. It's a little too healthy. We're gonna go nutty. We're gonna go <laughs> nutty bar for breakfast. So is it here's just a bowl of chocolate, son. <laughs> Good morning to you. <laughs> Squin writes: Next five games are important. Coach Mike Norvell is currently twelve and sixteen. If this team plays to potential and wins them all, he finishes his third year on a great trend with a winning record overall at FSU. And there's not really a question there. That's just an observation. But I suppose he's – Fair point. I think he's asking, uh, do we think that he's going to? Uh, I don't think he's going to win all five, but there's a chance. I think he'll go four and one. But throw the bowl in there. Yeah, there you go. Is he going to be at least 500 in his coaching career when this season is over? If you count, if you count the bowl, so if he goes four and one and then wins a bowl game, he will be at five hundred. Is that right? Is that what yep. the math is? I, here's one, one thing I would say: I do think, I think they've got a good chance in a bowl game, just because I think my theory, my working theory today, I like this in late October is you've got some guys who I do think are going to be looking at maybe jumping with some eligibility remaining, who maybe actually would think that playing well in a bowl game might help them. Because you got some guys like Trayshawn Ward is a guy, I know that sound, might sound crazy. What's going on here? Ira's breaking I, news no, today I'm just on saying, some of the headlines. There's some guys on this team that have, have I don't, like is Trayshawn Ward, if he comes back next year and splits carries again, is he going to be a better draft pick a year from now? But you don't no. think he's transferring to another no, program. No, 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 you think no. he's going to the league. Guys that are looking oh, at possibly yeah, going yeah, to yeah, get yeah, paid yeah, in yeah, the yeah, NFL. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm fair with that's fair. I could yeah. see there's some guys on this team that I could see. Fabian Lovett didn't get to play a lot this year. I'm not saying. Oh, that, if he goes out and dominates and plays well over these last five, he's gone. But I mean, he maybe a bowl game is appealing to him. Maybe. From the standpoint of it's yeah. one more chance to put more good stuff on film. Jared Verse well, no is an interesting. Other than maybe Verse, we'll see what he yeah. looks like these last five games. There's no guarantees of a guy that's like a first or second day pick on right. this whole roster. And usually those are the guys who are going to skip that don't play in the bowl game. I think and Fabian might be playing a team so you that might, has some of those guys. So you might have more of your guys who are possibly yeah, even looking who to, go care to, to play. And, and, and you have a lot of young guys who will care to play. So that, I think Florida State's going to be a good team in a bowl game. This How does Ira always get called on first to ask your questions for every athletic press conference or post-game conference? So here's the little secret. A lot of times now, they're just the people who hold the microphones are just coming over and hanging out by me because they feel like... They're more they, comfortable. You've been around the block, No, no, no. Baby. It's just when they open it up for questions, they'll, they know I'll have something. Yeah, you're going to ask something. So they might as well just start with me as opposed to if they start somewhere else and nobody... It's a room with one microphone. Right, nobody right. else asks over there. Then they've got to walk all the way over to see me. If they just start with me, they save themselves a trip. I got a question. So Corey has, you have, I have, we've all 
had to ask questions, sometimes tough questions in press conferences to coaches. It's an acquired skill. takes time. you got to learn how to do it without being nervous. you got to be assertive in the way that you ask it so that you don't sound fragile and invited an attack from the head coach, you know, something like that. Are you formulating your question in the waning minutes of the fourth quarter? Or is it just spur of the moment? I feel compelled here, right oh, here, right now. game? Yeah. Let's get a little no. peek behind the curtain from Ira, yeah, Ira who's writing Ira, a story. Ira, Ira also didn't mention the fact that he asked 70% of every of all the questions in the press conference. So that's why they hang out, too. And Ira's got to be careful, that. Corey, because soon he's going to be the kid in the class. We could have got out early. But Ira's out here steady raising his hand like, Jesus, man. When you're transcribing all the quotes, you would like Ira to shut the F up occasionally (laughs) so we can be done transcribing. All right, there's two. There's two. I like that he does it because he asks good questions. And sometimes other people aren't asking questions, and we got to get some content out. There's two separate issues. The post-game press conference, you don't get to ask enough questions because everybody's got questions in post-game. And they only have 10 minutes or yeah. so, and so you might get one, two questions in. Yeah. Those Monday press conferences are tougher because, because you know, again— It's I'd, been marinating. Everybody's had time. Yeah. There's a lot of things that have already been written or said. Yeah. Yeah. So for the post-game press conferences, no, usually, I mean, I go down there because some of it is you kind of— sometimes they're going to address— like he's going to address yeah. in his opening comments in his opening what commentary. you wanted to ask about. Yeah. Um, then what do you do when you get caught off guard where he's answered all your questions? Now what do you, you do? Improv, now man. you're really where Iris improv training well, comes into play. And I'll also say I've been around long enough with Corey that on the way down in the elevator, I usually have to calm him down. He wants to pick a fight. Oh, yeah. Usually it's yeah. we're going down. He's like, I'm going to ask that son of a bitch this. Th-. And I'm like, Corey, Corey, it's not our job. It's please, not our please job. Please tell me again yeah. about third down defense. Yeah. I just, I, I, One I'm more time. You to say, say it I again. I want you to say it just to see how I'll react. Come back. Wrap it up momentarily. Hang in. Some of the headlines. 93.3 Real Talk. Turn off my wrong mic, Warchan TV, in a moment. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. 
Heads up, everybody. You know sports, and you pick winners all the time, so why not get paid for them at MyBookie? MyBookie has the biggest online selection of odds and contests for all your sports betting needs anytime, anywhere. Bet on the NFL, NBA, or aim for a low-risk, high-reward jackpot with all the new MyBookie money bag bets. Money bag is one-of-a-kind opportunity to spend for crazy odds on props and futures. Place your bet, spin the wheel, get ready to score epic odds on the best teams, athletes, and events. Sign up free today. Use promo code WARCHANT and claim a deposit match of any amount up to $1,000. That's promo code WARCHANT to claim your bonus. And if you deposit between now and Halloween, you'll also grab 31 free spins in the MyBookie Casino. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. This reminds me of New Orleans. We need to go back and start gambling, guys. Mm. Court. Corey's already talking about hitting a track down in uh, South Florida. There you go. Yeah, man. I've not got to do that with you uh, before. I'd love to go down and maybe hit Hialeah and, and get after it and have some fun. Yeah, I wonder who's running. I'm not sure if it uh, My guess is probably Calder um, right now. But I also I don't know if they're running live down there. I mean, the horse racing industry is uh, it's taking, a, it's hit. taking a hit. The only reason anybody has horse racing – Operations still running is because they can have casinos at them in most Damn most right. Uh, Chris writes, what are you guys' thoughts on Deuce Span? Has he regressed or just not a role for him right now? Seems like he was used early in the season, but not much lately. I love listening to Knowles. Thanks, Chris. I think what we found out was he was playing more because Darian Williamson wasn't healthy. So then Darian Williamson got healthy, and then we didn't see Deuce, and then Darian Williamson has not been available. So now I think we're going to see Deuce a little bit more again, but Johnny's gotten most of those reps. Yeah, but but Deuce has been on the field a good bit. Yeah. They just don't throw him the ball. Like, I, I would guess he's getting 25 reps a game. They just, you know, in the LSU game, it seemed like they had a package and a plan to get him the ball, and then that's just waned into nothing. So Rob, I, writes, I know. Rob writes, I'm sure the coaching staff is evaluating red zone strategy during the bye week. What adjustments do you think that they're going to make? I'd say they won't be as cute in the red zone. I think they've proved to themselves they can run the ball a little bit more effectively against good fronts than they thought they could. I would say Jordan Travis's legs. That's fair. Yeah, Both well, good yeah I, I think that I think that'll be coming. I don't know if it's so much this week. And Eric Angel says Gulfstream is operating right now, Corey. I think we've been to Gulf. Haven't we been to Gulfstream? Gulfstream's yeah, we, awesome. It's like a big huge mall area, because yeah like that's mall. yeah great. nowadays it used to be rough before the game yeah, before sure. the casino money came in Gulfstream was a little uh, a little on the seedier side gil i like the seedy ones i oh, want to go to only well, the seedy yeah, yeah, let's go seedy everywhere uh gil writes so if atkins were to leave i guess we can go ahead and start the walt bell welcome back party everybody Corey, where do you I, and i know jeff jeff puts a little bit of merit to the charlotte thing i'm not putting a whole lot of merit in it. Where do you stand on uh, – should should Alex Atkins even be interested in the Charlotte job? No. I agree. What, what, why would you entertain it? Like, Especially the – the, the first guy that got it, uh, you know, he was fired after two years. This guy had a nice run for a stretch, and now he's fired. It's not like this is uh, Tulsa basketball where you get a job there and it, it, it turns into a great job. Um, this is – I think that's – at least from those two guys, since they, they started up their program again, it's where coaches go to not be head coaches anymore. I also think, if again, that offensive line he's recruited and is developing is going to put him in a really good position a year or two from now because they're going to have – I think they're going to have a great offensive line within the next two years. And this offense, again, I think Mike Norvell's got it in place now. We'll see what he does with quarterbacks after Jordan's done. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be in a position where he's going to be much more demand – then he can pick a situation better than Charlotte, I believe. Loyal Noel writes, having a recruit flip to UF 
seems to have clear NIL implications written all over it. Can you talk about the importance of being of people supporting Rising Spear as well as other things athletics have going on, annual fund, coaches club, New Bowden Society, FSU needs the support. Well, FSU does need the support. I think all universities would say that's true, and Florida State alumni, fans, boosters of any kind should be supporting the university or wherever they think their funds could be best used. But I would say this. I don't think the flip of the offensive lineman of which you speak had as much to do with NIL. I think it had a couple of other things things uh, in play here and and if you'd like our own Michael Langston wrote about that on warchant.com uh, where there are some areas that perhaps they weren't so surprised that that young man was uh, taking it on down the road and maybe they weren't heartbroken either but yeah man to the overall point though for sure man like you know this this the administration has made a big commitment in this past year or two in terms of coaching staff they expanded the coaching staff um, they put more money into resources. You got this football facility, which we still think is going to be they're going to be breaking ground on at the end of the season. Yep, they're putting a lot more money into the athletic program, but the NIL part is a legit thing too. So they they need people to support the boosters, but they also need um, people to support the NIL. So yeah, it's definitely a good point. Okay, we're in the last minute and a half here. A couple of them. Trey writes, I feel we must keep Norvell and Atkins. Not counting those two, which coach would you franchise tag, and which one would you put on the trading block? <laughs> Oh, wow. A trading block. <laughs> well, I think the people we're not franchising are, you know, candidates to be traded. Uh, so we don't have to name anybody specifically, but who would you franchise? I might go with David Johnson. I like him a lot, uh, the running backs coach and also obviously recruiting coordinator. Um, I mean, Odell's Odell. Um, I don't know that I've, uh, you know, based on what we've seen the last few weeks and we're prisoners of the moment mm. i don't know if there's anybody else on the defensive staff that i'm i'm, rushing I'm not out franchising anybody, anybody. Yeah. yeah these guys yeah. can take it on down the road in free agency right about now these yeah. next five games will decide whether or not you earn that franchise tag yeah this is the prove it time for them there they gotta go. go make some money for themselves yes uh actually that's all we have time for that's it the music's about to play and i'm gonna get yelled at by the way three musketeers it's not nougat it's a, it's just a it's a oh. it's a it's a silky creamy. What is I that? I thought, I thought it was nougat. Now nougat, I think, might be like a crunchier thing. What's the most underrated candy bar? Zero bar, baby. Bring it on. Bring oh, on the heat. Bring on the heat. Suck. Bring on the heat. Zero bars. I'm gonna white turn his mic off. I'm gonna turn off chocolate. his mic. Stop. It's I don't want just, to turn off your mic. Oh, it's so good, Corey. Have you had a zero bar? It's awful. No. Don't uh, go eat one. It'll change your life. I like whatchamacallits. I haven't had one of those. I haven't had one of those in years. I like them, too. If you had a zero bar, you'd turn into the old Corey. You wouldn't be able to stop, Corey. You'd I got to tell you, I'm shoveling I zero bars. I do. This isn't a candy bar at all, but I do really like Starbursts. I do, you They're know. delicious. Okay. They're delicious. They're good. They're good. Anyhow. All right. For Irish Affel, Corey Clark, I'm Jeff Cameron. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Be well. Talk to you next time. Take care.